0: more than conquerors is supported by the generous gifts of listeners like you you can find us online by going to livingwordchurch.org what are you confessing about your life are you confessing the same things god is saying about you or are you speaking doubt and unbelief are you even aware of the power your own words have to either bless you or to curse you God says that life and death are in the power of the tongue and that you shall have whatsoever you say. If you're saying about yourself all the good things God is saying, must not God be faithful to his word and in agreement with whatever you say? In this amazing eight-part series, God is always saying powerful things about you, Pastor explains that by the words of your mouth, you determine your destiny and can write your own ticket to a lifetime of prosperity and health dreams fulfilled, and challenges overcome, or just the opposite. It's literally talking yourself into your future, believing those things God says about you, confessing them, and simply waiting for God to make them happen.
1: Proverbs chapter 18, verse 21, the Bible says, death and life are in the power of the tongue, and those who love it will eat its fruits. So we learn from that verse that death or life are found in the very power of your tongue. Well, I learned that from this verse that first of all, my tongue has power. How many of you would agree with me? My tongue has power and it has the power to create either death or life for my life. And uh, once you, you begin to learn the power, the awesome power of the words that come out of your mouth are and how much they affect your life and affect your future, you'll be very, very careful about what you're gonna allow come out of your mouth. And um, I just think this is such a vitally important message for the body of Christ because um, I know, you know, we we tend to think, well, we love God, you know, we believe in Jesus, we love God, we're saved, we're going to heaven. And, you know, and we kind of like leave it there and life tends to beat us up and kick us around and kick the snot out of us. And all the while we, we, we maybe either don't have this information or we've lost hold of this information, or maybe we have it but we're not using this information. And uh, we, we don't either know or we have forgotten that we really control a lot of our future and a lot of our destiny. And it really it really is in our hands. Now, we understand that God is the master of our destiny, but he's given us principles from the word of God. He has given us directives from the word of God that can really help our lives to progress and to produce and to be fruitful and to be powerful and really cause some, you know, good things up ahead. How many of you want some good things up ahead, right? So, and maybe you're dealing with something right now in your life that needs attention and um, You'll, you'll find, you'll learn from the Word of God that the very words you speak about that situation will either set that thing towards the, the way of victory or set it towards the way of defeat in your life. I'm not about defeat, I'm about victory. I want victory in every area of my life. How about you? Do you want victory in every area of your life? But the devil is winning in so many of our lives because we're not fighting back. We're allowing things to just happen. We're, 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 we're assigning it as to the will of God when you don't even know the first bit of what God's will is for your life. You haven't even gotten into this word yet to, to know God's written will for your life. And so many times we assign, <clears throat> you know, to the will of God things that are not in the will of God for our lives, and we've just accepted it because we don't know how to fight it. We don't know how to stand against it. Now, I'm going to tell you that the words of your mouth are the very weapons that God has given to you, or and I, we're going to talk about this tonight a little bit. Uh, your mouth, uh, out of your mouth can come and should be coming, the very weapons of God that can dismantle... The, yeah. the, barriers, the the barriers, the the mountains, the struggles that you have. And it's it's interesting to me how many believers do not understand this principle. Yeah. They do not understand how powerful the uh-huh. words that come out of their mouths are. Yeah. And how much you see uh, folks are sitting around waiting for god to do something and god has already equipped you to do something about your own circumstance and god will get involved when you get involved with the principles that he has already laid out for you yeah. that's the teaching of god's word and it, it's amazing to me how many christians it, it you do not understand this or don't want to understand it because we want you know we want to just we wanna just believe everything's just gonna turn out right. But I'm telling you that you have power in your mouth to really yes. set the course and the direction of your future and your life. Yes. Now, maybe you didn't learn this in the church that you came from. And you might be a Christian for 20 years, 25 years, but nobody taught you how powerful and how important the words that come out of your mouth are. And that really, we're gonna to see tonight that the, the really the only weapon you have against the enemy are the words that come out of your mouth. Yeah. So when we talk about fighting the devil, I don't know how you're going to fight the devil if you don't have the right tools and the right equipment to fight him with. And and, and, and God has laid it out right here in the Word of God for us. And and the words that come out of our mouths are the very weapons, um, if, they're, if they're correct, and we'll, we'll get to that in a moment, if they're correct, are the very weapons, the very things that you have to fight against the enemy and to dismantle what the enemy would try to do in your life. Now some of you, maybe we have to go back to preschool because you don't you don't even understand that there is an enemy that has you as a target that wants to make a commotion in your life and the source of your trouble is not God or anybody else it's the devil behind it yeah. Yeah. and he wants to mess you up and mess up your life and mess up your destiny and God and mess up your future and he'll try every kind of trick and scheme that he has in his bag of tricks and so many of God's people just sit back and allow it to happen because they don't know how to fight. They don't know what to do. They don't, they don't have their weapons ready. They don't have, they're, not, they're not either not aware, they're not enlightened, they're not educated in, in the word of God uh, and, and they don't know what to do. And I see this all the time. And this is what we do when trouble comes. Pray for me, pray for me pray for me everybody wants somebody to pray for them and there's nothing wrong with that but that that is not your own um that's that's not that's not the only strategy or defense or offense against the enemy is to have somebody pray for you but but i i'll i'll venture a guess and i'll say in most people the only weapon they have in their arsonary against the devil is to get somebody to pray for them hoping that that person's going to have greater faith than them to overthrow and to dismantle the work of the enemy or destroy that thing that they're dealing with in their life. And you see, the devil's got you spinning your wheels because when you learn how to use the Word of God, when you learn that the Word in your mouth... See, I got one amen out there. The Word of God in your mouth is the most powerful weapon that you have against everything the enemy would try to send your way and that you possess within your ability to dismantle, to bust apart, to break, to move mountains with the very words that come out of your mouth that are in line with God's word. And And this is what see. This is what we've got to do. We've got to call the body of Christ back to this place because we've gotten so far from this. We we have, you know, so many of. And I don't mean our church, but as I'm looking over the body of Christ, I just see so many. And I watch it on TV, and I I see it. I've sat in some of these meetings where we've diluted the Word of God and reduced it nothing to a worship service. Let's happy clappy. Let's be happy clappy. Let's sing a few songs and give you a sermonette and send you home and tell you you're going to be fine. And the devil keeps pounding your head beating you up putting obstacles in your way and people don't know and understand don't know and can't understand why they're not getting ahead and while the devil devil is well some people don't even believe it's the devil anymore they just believe it's the way it's going to be or the way it has to be and i'm telling you the devil's got a lot of people in a delusion or a delusionary state because the word of god is not being taught and preached And given the way that it once was where we were experiencing such power and experiencing. So we got to get back. Living Word is going to stay right here where we're going to (laughs) teach and preach and deliver the Word of God. And encourage you to be all that God has created you and called you to be. And to use the principles of God's Word to fight the enemy with everything you've got. So, so he says life and death or death and life are in the very power of the tongue. And, and I love this part. and Those who love it will eat its fruit. Or those who respect it and use it properly are going to eat its good fruit. But if you don't, you're also going to eat its bad fruit. And I'd say there are a lot of people that are struggling and having problems in their lives today because uh, I can point it back to just their poor confession and the poor words that, they've, that have come out of their mouths that have caused a commotion in their life. You know, it may not be the total reason, but it's a good part part or a good portion of it. Can I get an amen amen with that? All right, so tonight, just for a few minutes, let's go over to a very important verse of scripture in Hebrews chapter 10. Because if life and death are in the power of the tongue, then I guess I need to learn what needs to come out of my mouth that's gonna produce life. How many of you wanna know what needs to come out of your mouth to produce life? It can't just be nice, happy words that we think all right so we need to understand what what is it what are the words that need to come out of my mouth if life and death are in the power of the tongue then i want to know what my tongue needs to be filled with or what my heart needs to be filled with that's going to find its way in my in my mouth and that's going to come out of you know in out of my mouth and by my tongue i need to know what is it that is going to create this life in my how many of you want more life in your life you want more progress you want more fruit you want you know you you want to you want to see more more development growth in every area of your life well it all goes back to your mouth and what you're saying and what's coming and coming out of your tongue so we go to hebrews chapter 10 very very important verse of scripture and verse 23 says let us hold fast the confession of our hope without wavering for he who promised is faithful now I want, to, I want to take your attention first to this word hope and you can circle this word hope and you can draw a line and in the margin of your Bible put the word faith because this word hope that is here in the Greek comes from the same word which describes faith which is the word elpis, E-L-P-I-S. And um, it, it, is the same, it is the same word that is interchanged here. So he says let us hold fast to the confession of our faith or our hope without wavering for he who promised is faithful. So now I want to talk about this word confession for a few minutes. This word confession is an interesting word because the word confession comes from a Greek word that is, the word is homologio. And homologio means to agree, to confess, to say the same. To agree, to confess, to say the same. So when the word here is saying, let us hold fast to the confession or our confession of hope, it's saying basically, let us say the same thing that God is saying about us. The same thing that God is saying in His word. Let us not, let us hold fast, let us not lose, let us hold fast this confession of our faith... Um, without wavering for he who promised is faithful. He who promised everything in this word is faithful to bring it about if we're faithful to speak it out of our mouths. So I wonder how many people really truly understand this. That's why I keep saying, based on this scripture and many others, but this being one of the most important ones, I keep saying that it is so important for you to understand and to know the word of God. Because if you don't know the Word of God and you have nothing, nothing to speak forth, nothing to fill your mouth with, that's going to be powerful and, and it's going to, going to you, know, you know, when we talked about, last week we talked about Jesus, say to the mountain, what are you going to say to the mountain, get out of my way? It's not going to listen to you. It's going to listen to you when you say the same thing that God says about your mountains. Yeah. When you do what the Word of God says, homologio, to say the same as, to confess, to agree with. When you get the Word of God in you and you see a mountain before you and you begin to speak to that mountain, the Word of God, to say the same thing that God says. When you're sick, you say what God says, by His stripes I am healed. You're saying the same thing that God is saying about sickness. You're just now saying it for yourself. You see? And 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 what happens is that that word becomes active and living and it, it just, it leaves your mouth and it begins to destroy the very things that are said against you. Okay. So it says to say the same as, let us not or let us hold fast our confession saying the same thing as God says in agreement with God's word. Let us hold fast our confession, right? Without wavering, without wavering for he who promised is faithful. So, so I find that if we're going to see life in our life, then we need to begin to fill our mouths with the Word of God. Begin to agree with God's Word and say what God's Word says about us. Yeah. I know for many years, you know, and people do this and it drives, drives me a little batty, but you hear people say, well, you know, I'm nothing but an old sinner saved by grace, you know. Uh, you know, I'm just a sinner. I'm just a sinner. I'm no good, you know, but but the grace of God. Well, I agree, but the grace of God, but the grace of God has also provided awesome scriptures that says, if any man be in Christ, he is a brand new creation. The old is gone and the new has come and all this is from God. God. So instead of walking around and talking, talking, yourself, talking down about yourself, you ought to say what God says. God says that you are a brand new creation. He says that you are a royal priesthood. Come on. These are the verses that you need to speak over your life. But some folks are just stuck in that and you, you wonder why they can never get out of the sin mentality. All they do is look at everything from a negative perspective. everything is looked at from the place of being you know sinful and, and this and you wonder why they can 't get out of sin because they see themselves as sinners instead of seeing themselves as saints of God, declaring that they are new creations remained by the grace of God, and now I stand in the presence of God as one of, one of his sons or daughters i 'm a king 's kid. hallelujah yes. can you see that that's holding fast the confession of our faith. Declaring what God says about you. It's the same thing about poverty. You know, people stay poor because that's all they talk about. And, and you know, I've, I've heard people say this. Well, they've tried the Word of God and it, it hasn't worked from their perspective. And it, let me just say, you don't try this stuff, you do it. You don't try God's Word, you do it. You make it a part of your life and then it begins to work in your life, right? But they say this and then they come up with excuses and they say, well, you know, God doesn't want everybody to be successful. God doesn't want everybody to be prosperous. You know, uh, all this prosperity stuff. That's just, that's just a lazy excuse for not taking the principles of God and working them in your life. Yes. You begin to say what God says. Prosperity is the reward of the righteous. And you say it without wavering until it becomes a reality in your life. Yes. You see, and this is where the devil defeats people. He said, to say the same, speak the same thing. Let us hold fast to that confession, saying the same thing that God says of our faith without wavering, for he who promised is faithful. In other words, God promised it. He's faithful to see that it will work in your life. I have not met a person yet who has believed this stuff and hung on this stuff and stood on this stuff and worked this stuff and continued to speak the word of God against all odds and against all... You know, situations. I've not yet seen a person that has failed to see their lives be blessed and increased and to see the Word of God manifest in their lives in some way. You see, and I wonder sometimes we get these cliches, you know, we we know we talk about the Word of God and, oh yeah, you know, the Word of God is powerful, the Word of God is this. But I wonder how many people really understand how important it is to get this Word in the depths of your heart and then begin to release it out of your mouth because releasing the Word is what's going to change the course and the direction of your life. You see, and I just wonder how many people really understand that. That's why I think every time the church doors are open, you should be here because you, you'll, you'll learn another verse. It drives me batty. Now, I'm not looking at anybody. I, can't see, I can only see from your waist up. I don't know what you have on your waist. So I'm not addressing and I'm not talking to anybody here tonight. But it drives me batty when people come to church without, without a notebook or an iPad or an iPhone or something where they can jot down scriptures and jot down notes because it says to me that you're not equipped, you're not ready for the Word of God. You've come for an experience. You come to sing the songs. You've come to be tickled, but you're not coming to be filled up with the word of God. Because listen, I, whenever I sit in a meeting, I'm ready, man. I'm ready with my pen because there may be a verse that I I didn't see before, or a verse that maybe I understand in a different way that I write down, and God begins to show me how I can use that effectively in my warfare against the things that I'm fighting, or again, you know, for something that I'm seeking God for. I, I'm ready every time I go to a meeting. I'm ready. I've got a pencil and paper right by. my my bedside if I'm watching Christian television I'm ready to write down something because it's going to become a part of me and I have have something now to use in my my life against the enemy and the development of my future and, and, and so on and so forth to get to my destiny to say the same as homologio let us hold fast the confession of our hope or our faith without wavering in other words we're to keep on saying it or to keep on declaring it. What are you declaring over your life? What are you speaking over your life? Are you saying it? Are you declaring what you want to happen, where you where you want to be, what you want to see in your life? Are you declaring that? Or all or, or are you doing or all you're doing is speaking about your problems, your circumstances, your situations? Or maybe you're doing nothing. Maybe you're in neutral. Maybe you're not talking about your problems, but you're certainly not speaking the word of God over your life neutral does not get you anywhere the last time i remembered last time i checked you stick the, you stick the car in, in neutral and you could put your foot on the gas pedal it goes nowhere it makes a lot of noise boom, 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 but it ain't going nowhere you got to put it in dry and and if you're in neutral with this stuff then you're not going anywhere either so so I'm hoping to get some of you stuck in drive or pushed into drive so you'll you'll begin to you'll begin to season your confession the words that come out of your mouth you'll be, you'll be you'll season it with the word of God and you'll start to speak the word of God to your sir and I've given you enough word in this house that you have enough to at least get started you know we've addressed every area every issue that I believe in, in in the years that we've been here we ought to be seeing miracles happen in this place Amen. Amen. Lives transform. Well, we we have, but we ought to see even more. Amen? Amen. So let us hold fast the confession of our hope. Hold on to it. Turn to somebody and say, hold on to it. Keep saying it. Come on, keep speaking it. Keep speaking it over your life. You see, hold fast that confession of our hope without wavering for he who promised is faithful. It's going to come to pass. Amen? Learn to say the same thing that God says about your circumstances. If you don't like poverty, start finding the scriptures that address prosperity and begin to change your negative speech and thinking. And all those things that you have, I'll never amount to anything, I can't grow, I'll never, everything I do fails, everything I do falls apart. Well, you keep thinking and talking like that, and that's what you're going to produce in your life. But when you get the Word of God that covers those areas and you begin to speak those things, you're going to see how your life is going to begin to change. That's how I did it in my life. Amen. (laughs) All right let's look at Hebrews chapter 4, another very important verse of scripture. And um, it says here in verse 12, 4, 12, it tells you about the word of God. Everybody there say, I'm there. Hebrews chapter 4 and verse 12, for the word of God is living and powerful and sharper than any two-edged sword, peace piercing even to the division of soul and spirit, and of joints and marrow, and is a discerner of the thoughts and the intents of the heart. verse 13 says, and there's no creature hidden from its sight, but all things are naked and open to the eyes of him to whom we must give account. So in verse 12, it says we learned something about the word of God. Now, let me just go back to, to, to preschool, because when we're talking about the word of God, what we're talking about is this. Now, this book that you're holding in your hand is called the Bible, but it's also referred to as the Logos, which is the written word of God. This is the written word of God. It's called the Logos. All right. So every word that that God wants to get to us is written and contained within this Bible.
0: Tune in tomorrow afternoon at 2 for More Than Conquerors with Pastor Ray.